Hello, I'm Keown Johnson, Special Counsel in KWM's Dispute Resolution Team and co-author of this year's The Review, Class Actions in Australia. For those of you who haven't come across our annual publication, The Review has been a long-standing publication of KWM's where we take a step back and reflect on the year that was in the class action space in Australia. Today, I have with me two of our dispute resolution partners, Peter Stevenson and Alex Morris, both who were authors of this year's report. Hi, Peter. Hi, Alex. Hi, Keown. Hi, Keown. It's good to be joining you from Gadigal land. Great to have you here, Peter and Alex. I thought it would be great to have a conversation with you both looking at the key themes that have emerged from this year's report. Peter, we might start with you. This year, we saw the lowest number of class actions filed since 2017-2018. Why do you think we've seen this trend and what contributed to this lower number of class actions filed compared to other years? Thanks, Kieran. I think that's a really great place to kick off the conversation. So really, I don't think that this year's number of 54 class actions that's been filed is a drop. It's more a return to a consistent level. We did see 63 class actions filed last year. We've been keeping records since 2011. That is the highest number ever filed. But 54 really is on par with previous years, which saw 55, 58, 54 class actions filed. What we did see last year, though, that we think really increased the numbers was a representation of the tail end of those actions that followed on from the Financial Services Royal Commission, particularly the consumer-based claims. And we also saw a really large number of employment claims. This year, though, we've only got half the number of consumer claims that have been filed. So we're seeing things return to a more static level. Thanks, Peter. Alex, another theme that came out of this year was that securities moved back into a pole position in terms of the types of claims filed. Why do you think we're seeing this? Well, picking up on what Peter was just saying, I think the reality is we've been moving through a backlog of Financial Services Royal Commission generated claims, which meant that the consumer style claims came to the fore for two years. And in one sense, securities are reclaiming um, their heartland. In terms of what's going to happen going forward in the securities area, I think we're moving into pretty uncertain economic times. So that's going to drive the sort of financial volatility in share prices that generates future securities class actions. So I think that's a trend that's here to stay. Thanks, Alex. So finally, what do you think we will see in the year ahead? What do you think will be dramatically shifted or stay the same? Picking up where Alex left off there, I think there are a couple of high court special leave applications and appeals that are going to be really important in the security space. We've got the Worley class action and also um, a class action in relation to the BHP group that's got a question about claims brought on behalf of non-resident shareholders. So we're, we're keeping an eye on that. There's also a number of other appeals in consumer actions that we're looking to see the results of and some initial trials, which are interestingly, you know, as we're coming out of the pandemic, many of them are related to health-related issues, including doctors' working hours. On top of that, we see really the kind of idea of lawyers acting on contingency, particularly out of the uh, group cost order regime in the Victorian Supreme Court has now become established. You can see from our report um, the high number of claims that are now commencing in that jurisdiction. We may, under the Labor government, see that sort of regime moved out or rolled out in other jurisdictions. 
But regardless, I think what we're going to see is a really vigorous market in terms of competition between plaintiff law firms to get the best class actions. And in one sense, it's a bit like um, the settlement of the United States in the 19th century. You're going to see law firms competing to lay out kind of land claims on particular class actions. We've seen the whole issue of competing class actions and the court dealing with that in a number of ways, including this idea of almost um, consolidation and joint ventures between competing law firms. I think those trends are going to be really quite interesting and perhaps lead to a lot more focus on exactly what plaintiff law firms are bringing to the table in consideration of the quite extraordinary amounts of money that they stand to make under these group cost orders. I think the only other point that I'd add, Kieran, is really on top of the um, of the interesting procedural and um, more case management issues that we're expecting the, the courts to be considering both in Victoria and also in, in the federal court, there are also going to be a whole lot of new types of claim that we're seeing come through, whether that is in relation to cryptocurrency or other data-related data breach type of issues, or it's around climate change issues as they maintain a prominent position in sort of our general community discussion. Mm -hmm.